Welcome to Sweeping the Country one more time. I'm Derek Walker, my co-host, and the guy who has the keys to the vault, Mr. Jimmy Carter, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man, we've been waiting to put this one on because I want people to learn a little bit about this guy. We're talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger tonight. Jeez, I know nothing. He is a complex individual. He is one of the most interesting what you see is not necessarily what you get people wow uh, he's a he's a walking talking marketing machine mm-hmm. you're not going to ever break him you're not going to ever beat him you're not going to ever uh, convince him to listen to your side i mean he's got there's the arnold way and there's the arnold way and, and the that's highway. pretty much it <laughs> right. and if you ever you can't even with my crazy questions you can't get him off topic i could ask him um, we would say, let's say we were promoting Terminator. Yeah. I could ask him, uh, do you ever drink spoiled milk? Okay. And his answer would be, oh, the spoiled milk is nothing like the Terminator. The Terminator, you know, I mean, he'll get it back wherever, no matter what you do, <laughs> it doesn't matter. you're going to go talk about what he wants to talk about. I love so it. in this particular case, let's get going with this. There was a movie called Eraser. It was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, yeah. I, I liked it. It was pretty good action adventure. If you find it, yeah. it's well worth a watch. And let's just get into the world of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold, you must get offered a lot of movies like Eraser. What was special about this one? The story was extremely special to me. I think the whole witness protection program was fascinating. It was something that I knew nothing about, that most of the people know nothing about. Then the whole drama of, uh, of an innocent witness testifying uh, or, or reporting some information to the FBI, which then develops into this huge government conspiracy. And we have one agency of the government is trying to eliminate uh, her and one other agency, the witness protection uh, program under the Justice Department is protecting her so she can testify and uh, you know uh, bring this to daylight this whole government conspiracy so this whole story was just intriguing to me it was kind of like I felt a combination of 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 uh, uh, true lies and of bodyguard in a way uh, the way it read and I just thought that this would be really great to put those two things together and try to outdo my previous action movies in a way I went back in my archives and I found this picture do you do you remember this one shot this Sally in my Fields. home state of Birmingham Alabama that's right yeah. do you even know that man 1975 do you know that guy is he any kin to the one that you are now that's, that's me changed any think you changed a lot since him well I hope I got smarter and uh, mm-hmm. better as an actor and all those things. You know, you grow. This is always the good thing. Is that if you're good, you grow as a person. You grow in wisdom. You grow with your with your talent and uh, and all those things. So uh, I was at a great place then in 1975. You were a lot I more shy in, then, weren't you? I, I was in a. Shy is not the word that I would use uh, when it comes <laughs> to you. me. No matter right. when it was in my life, I was never the shy type. But I, I think that I was definitely not as comfortable being in front of the camera then mm-hmm. than I'm today. All and right, I'm well, well sure this guy that, here, uh, what about him? Now, that was a different phase of your life, too, because that wasn't far that away. That was from like uh, six years later after that, six or seven years later. You were starting to get a feel for yourself at that I, point. I uh, was in the middle of this Conan genre. I felt pretty good about myself. I felt like the first time uh, a studio, Universal Studio, put all this money behind me to to do a big movie and to promote me around the world. I was traveling from country to country Mm -hmm. promoting Conan. So it was a great time. And I felt like uh, at that point that there is a chance 
a slight chance that I could get away from the muscle movies mm -hmm. and do maybe something where I wear clothes. And sure enough, right after this movie, I did a movie called T uh, Terminator, mm -hmm. which is the first Terminator. The rest is history, which was like a really great experience and really great for my career. Well, what motivates you now? It can't possibly be money. Well, money never motivated me. Uh, I always felt that if you do a great job with whatever you do, and if you're in our business, do great movies, and if you're really interested in satisfying the audience and giving them something unique and special always that mm -hmm. entertains them, that they would like the movie and would come to the movie. And the more the audience comes to the movie, the more successful you will be at the box office and the more money you will make. But this make. is like competition so, but it has for you, to, though, isn't it? It's like doing bodybuilding. I mean, because you're out there, you want to make the best that you can possibly be, just like you did when you were doing your bodybuilding. It is competition, but on the end, it is a competition against yourself because you got to compete against yourself. People, when they hear about an Arnold Schwarzenegger action movie, they expect yes, they the top because we have created such a high standard with Jim Cameron's movies, with Terminator and True Lies and all this, that now they expect to outdo those movies. So you cannot give them anything less, otherwise they will be disappointed. So for me, the competition is against my own movies rather than what is out there. And you've there. done that in everything. When I go to your restaurant, you have a great angel hair pasta, by the way. Excellent. Thank you. But I expected that. If it had been bad, I'd have been disappointed in you. And you have all rights to be uh, disappointed. I think that you deserve the best. I think. Uh, satisfying the audience or satisfying your customers, uh, giving the people the best service. And they say always this is a service-oriented decade mm -hmm. now. I think we got to go all out to really give the service and give the people the best thing, and then you will be financially set. All right, here's one. Does your mama get mad at you <clears throat> for the cigar thing? Well, ask her. She's going to be here for I lunch. See her over. <laughs> yeah, she's going to be around here, so you can uh, ask her. Is that the that. bad Arnold that does a cigar? I mean, I had a lady, the sweet lady that sold me this magazine. She said, what's Arnold doing with a cigar smoking? Exactly. I asked myself that. And then I figured out <laughs> it's because I like to smoke a cigar. But anyway, I think that uh, everyone uh, is allowed a vice. And this is mine. I like to smoke one stogie a day and have a good time with that. And uh, that's it. We'll see you in Nashville in a couple of weeks. Thank you. Right, I'm looking nice forward to it. Arnold, Arnold, Arnold. Now, <laughs> he is a fascinating guy. You know, he loves the cigars. That's one thing that, 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 well, hold on one second that blows my mind just for a second because this is a guy who treats his Mr. body like, like a temple yeah and, yeah and here he is sucking on something that's terrible for you i mean he's just a he's just a fascinating guy he's 75 years old now i didn't know that and one of these times we were talking i think this is the next one it happened to be the terminator movie which was they were fantastic james cameron created fantastic characters yeah, agree, there that I have agree. lasted and certainly one of the biggest success in uh, in all of film has been this one and it was great for arnold too arnold what's all this i'll be back stuff is this not your trademark kind of like uh, make my day was for clint eastwood well uh, i didn't design it nor when i did it did i ever think that anyone would pay any attention to that line it was just a line like any other line but uh, as the years went on more and more people started repeating that line and kept coming up to me and saying, Arnold, say, I'll be back. You know, and they repeat this line. And other lines from the movie, of course, too. But this was the most, uh, the line that was most used. And uh, then uh, directors started using it in other movies, and it became like this, all of a sudden, now this big line, yes. But it's the way you have to say it. It can't just be, I'll be back. I mean, it's a... Uh... No, no, it has to be said with a certain intensity, yes. Do it. I mean, go ahead. Let's go ahead. We, have, we only have two minutes. Do it. I'll be back. And then, 
But what is it? I'll be back. But you had to get in character to do the I'll be back. Right? Oh, you want me to dress up in Terminator outfits and sit on the bike? Okay. I need a uh, different underwear, different leather jacket and shirt. Please bring it now. Were you able to have fun on this movie? And it looked like it was pretty hard work. Well, you, that is, you know, whenever you, you work hard, that doesn't mean you can't have fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, we were freezing and we were shooting down in Fontana and uh, the, in, at the steel mill and did a lot of those scenes there. Uh, we did a lot of night shooting and uh, it was uncomfortable and greasy and dirty and so, but we always had fun, you know, because I think that, that uh, when, you, when you work and you do scenes that you know will look great on the screen and people get entertained by it and, and, and all that, I think you have fun doing it. And, but I mean, it's, it's hard work, but so what? I mean, compared to other, yeah. what other people go through is nothing. You're such a positive person. I know that you have, you try to be. I mean, you really work at being positive, don't you, with your tapes and the way you've educated yourself? I don't work on it, now. I mean, I would never get up in the morning and say to myself, Arnold, be positive today, because that would be boring. I mean, I enjoy getting up and I enjoy the things that I do, and then you're automatically uh, positive. I mean, I enjoy it, you know, even, even as some people think that this Doing interviews with journalists must be tough because you know you, you do so many interviews and talk about the movie so many times. But it's, it's not really th that way because I'm enthusiastic talking about the movie. Now, if, if the movie would be bad, I wouldn't be enthusiastic. Then it would be torturous. Mm -hmm. But I'm excited talking about it because I love it. I think it's the greatest, greatest movie I've ever done. I think it's one of the greatest action. I can't think of a movie that's a greater action adventure than this movie. If there is, I'm forgetting it. But it, it's truly an amazing Oscar caliber technical performance, certainly for the people, the guys behind the scenes. I mean, they yeah. deserve all the credit you can imagine. Oh, yeah. I mean, this movie is made by everyone. I mean, there were a thousand people working on this film, and it's made by those thousand people. I mean, there's not one person that should, I mean, if anyone should get the credit, it's Jim Cameron, because he wrote it and directed it. Mm. Does it make you a little perturbed? I mean, you're in the paper all the time about things, and it's, you know, a variety of things, from physical fitness to what, but all this money talk, does that kind of bug you a little bit? When they talk about you getting a jet, or, you talk, or they talk about it costing $100 million or whatever, it's a, uh, Cameron, I think, it's a little bit irritated by all that talk. Is that just Hollywood junk? I don't get annoyed by it, I mean, because uh, I know very well how the media works. My wife is in the media, right? So, I mean, You're I sleeping know, with the media, right? I, I, they, 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 the media, as long as the people understand that this is a lot of it is fantasy and they shouldn't take everything for what is being said. I mean, when they talk, uh, when someone talks about a $100 million movie, in reality, what it means is $70 million. When they, tell, when they hear about me getting a jet, that means I didn't get a jet. When they hear about I'm running for politics, it means I don't run for power. You just, you have to just interpret it the right way, and then it will be fine, you know, because I've re read those things over and over. You know, the important thing really is, is uh, when we talk about budget and about money is, that uh, what, what some of the people have said that have seen other movie, they say, you know something, people pay $7 for a cheap movie, and they pay $7 the same amount for this huge movie. Mm -hmm. Says they should be paying $30, because they're literally <laughs> getting $30 worth of movie. So that's really the bottom line. When I heard that, I said to myself, you're right. You know, the yeah. people are getting three, four times uh, for what they pay for on this particular movie because it's so huge and it's so good and perfect and, uh, and, and the director did such a great job.
Yeah, I love the movie. It's one of the most exciting things I've ever seen, and I Thank will you. actually pay my own dollars to see it again. But I'm not paying Good. thirty dollars. I'll pay seven dollars. Twenty-seven dollars. Twenty-seven. Give me a discount. Give me a discount. Arnold. Ten percent discount. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Great. Thank you, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know the one thing that I. I don't know. The best Batman was the first one yeah, with Michael Keaton and Jack Michael Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. That was the yeah. best one. Second one wasn't bad as long as Michael Keaton was doing it. I <laughs> right. love Michael Keaton's Batman. I didn't like anybody else's. Yeah. And I think, and I did like, even though I didn't like it, I thought Dan DeVito was good as the penguin. I think yeah, he was he the was. penguin. Yeah, he was. I liked him I thought him he too. was very good in that. Uh, perfect, actually, for it. Uh, now Arnold, he played Mister Freeze or something like that. Yeah, that's right. It, it just, I just wasn't accepting Arnold that way for some reason. But <laughs> anyway, we talked about bodybuilding. You can't escape. He was in a movie, a small movie, his first one in the United States. He did in Birmingham, Alabama, and it was with Sally Field. Oh, and wow. uh, and it, it's, I don't even think, and it may not even be out there on Amazon. I don't know. But let's talk a little bit. We get into the, the bodybuilding thing next. I reached in the mailbox this morning and got my actually my monthly subscription to Muscle Fitness Magazine. Yeah. That uh, They let the air out before I came in, of course. I, I learned a lot about you in this one. This is the best thing I've ever read about you. Have you seen this? Yes. Well, as a matter of fact, there is two magazines that came out. Muscle Mag, which is a Canadian mm -hmm. publication that did... Uh, big issue because of my 50th birthday mm -hmm. coming up and muscle and fitness came out with that big issue it is know. so great to look at some of these pictures in here you must scream when you see some of this stuff that one well not only the example. not only the pictures but what is interesting is, is when i read through it it's the first time that i've seen really in print of what for instance my training partners Think of you, from yeah. 20 years ago thought of me what it was like for them to train with me because you know, so i don't think back about this the, those mm -hmm. days so it's really odd it was I interesting just... i thought i'd read a lot about you and i learned a lot i mean that you weren't perfect you know there were certain parts about you that weren't perfect you actually did lose every once in a while you know well, that you only, were to... only twice well only twice. so i mean let's not stretch it <laughs> once in a while you know i was like i have a lot of victory trophies on my shelf but i did lose uh, especially with 19, the, the mm -hmm. Mr. Universe contest, the first Mr. And Universe contest, uh, and then the Mr. Olympia contest, you right. know, and uh, came to America, as a matter of fact, three times, Mr. Universe in America and Mr. Olympia. But those America. were good things for you, those losses. These were they? important motivations, and also it set, for me, in my own mind, the record straight that said, you know, when I went to the judges and I said, mm -hmm. why did I lose? You lacked on calves. You have to increase your calves by two inches. Mm -hmm. Your waistline was not defined enough. Your posing can improve. So it was like very cut and dry. I knew which things to work on, but the next day, next year, I came back. And then and you, and you know, you're you're known for your statement, "I'll be back." But it's really, "Don't look back." It's kind of one of your great uh, motivational. Rewards. Yeah, I, I very rarely look back. There's so much in front of us, you know. I mean, to create the vision. And then to make this vision turn into reality, that takes all my energy. You know, I have no energy left to look back always and reminisce about the good old days because the good new days are coming. So why would I look and back? And what's so interesting, 20 years ago when you were in Birmingham making a little movie with Sally Field, I, I saw you and you seem to be an interesting man, but I was thinking, you know, I don't know that I ever want to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger one way or the other. But today you are such an someone to admire you really are i mean i can't ever be i can't ever look like you but i can be like you in certain ways i mean i was writing down some things here about having confidence being goal oriented and thinking like a winner are three things that you really believe in and that's how where you are today absolutely it doesn't matter if it was uh, in in sports or if it was in acting mm -hmm. or if it is in the business uh, world and you know, whatever i do i have a very clear vision of where i want to go and then that gives me the faith and the confidence 
that creates the willpower, and then they just go after it after the whole thing. You know? And some people call you the oak. I never heard that before. Are oh you, yeah, no, are no, you no the, the oak. Are you called the from oak? day one when they the came Austrian here. Oak? They thought that Austria is known for its oaks, which is not. <laughs> you know, there are oak trees in Austria, but it's not known for its oak trees. And the, so they just kept calling me the Austrian oak because they thought I was the biggest guy when I arrived. They've never seen anything like this, especially with the age of 21. I weighed 250, and mm. you know, it was like overwhelming at the at the time. So they called me Austrian Oak, and Franco Colombo, they called the Sardinian Samson. So everyone had the little name. That's great. <laughs> it was funny. You scared a lot of people who really love you uh, not too long ago with your little heart thing. It scared you probably too, didn't it? Well, no, I mean, I knew about it for years. I mean, you know, that remember going one there, something could always happen, you know? Oh, no, no, absolutely. But uh, the thing is, is that I didn't think much about that, you know, yeah. because the, 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 the chances of wiping out uh, doing uh, that surgery is like a 3%. Yeah. So I and I rather consider Take myself being one of the 97 percent. So that's right. how my mind works. But I mean, I knew about the operation coming up. I knew eventually I had to do it. So it was just a matter of time. Perfect time was after the shooting of of, of, of mm -hmm. Batman and Robin and you before good? this uh, national and international promotion. Now, now I feel great. I felt great before, but yeah. I feel even better now, and so life continues. In our last interview, we talked about how you've never been bothered by the paparazzi before, they don't really give you any trouble, and then here they, crazy people, bother you in Santa Monica. Did that anger you, or did it just kind of surprise you? Well, no, I was angry, obviously, about it. Uh, I, I was angry because my wife is pregnant, right. and she just was in a hospital with all kinds of trauma because of the pregnancy. It was a week after I came out of surgery uh, from the hospital, so I couldn't do anything about it. I wasn't even allowed to drive, so she did the driving. So, you know, just to put her in that position. And then my son, that is three and a half years old, was in the back. And so it was just a, a, one of those uh, situations. I do not today look at paparazzi photographers and say they're bad simply because you can't put everyone in the same pot because I know a lot of great ones and I always pose for them and I go to openings of, of, of movies right. been and, great to them. Yeah, and all those things. These were just two guys that were out of line. And uh, right, you can't paint with a broad brush, that's right. Exactly. You're, you're so, as good as anybody to the press. So yeah, so I mean, uh, that's just, it, it's just a unique situation. All right, you're pretty cool, Mr. Fries. Thank you very much. All right, nice Thank you. you. Good luck. I like this guy. Um, I had I my daughter. Too. I do one, too. one of my daughters was with me on one of these things. And I don't know how we got into uh, the subject of what I was going to do the rest of the day. But I said, it's my daughter's birthday. And uh, we were just going to, I'm going to show around a little bit of Southern California. Yeah. He said, you should go, you should go to Planet Hollywood and, uh, and Newport Beach. I said, oh, I yeah, I like, I love playing Hollywood. You tell them, you go there and you tell them that Arnold Schwarzenegger sent you and tell them who you are. And that's what you need to do. And I said, okay. So we went in there yeah. and we, you know, go into the front door. I say, I'm uh, Arnold, sure. Arnold Schwarzenegger sent me. Right. It doesn't everybody uh, say Jimmy it? Carter. And he said, oh, right this way. Ooh. They had a whole room prepared for my daughter's birthday. Oh my they had God. everything up there for that. I mean, oh my God. you know, it's just, he's, he's one of those people because he's who he is. He can clap his hands yeah. and things will come true. Yeah. No you know, kidding. there are people out there to do it. We got started one day. I, I, he happened to pull up when I was outside the hotel and he was driving his big old Hummer and he fits perfectly in that thing, you know, right. and we just had the best time talking and, you know, he, he's just, he's just a, 
interesting man. I used to go to his restaurant all the time in Santa Monica. And in one of those interviews you're talking, I say, I liked your angel hair pasta. Yeah. It was a German restaurant, and I don't even remember the name of it now. It might have been called Schwarzenegger. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. whatever it was, it was a low-key place. He had his office uh, in the back of it or upstairs somewhere, and they did have angel hair pasta and schnitzel oh, yeah. and all that stuff. And he would go there to eat himself, and, and you know, Stallone would go there and eat Does and all he of still them. Have I enjoyed that, it. Jimmy? I, mean, I enjoyed it eating there. I don't know if it's there or not. You know, I know I it think was... he got to be governor and he got divorced. Yeah. Both those things, I think he had to get rid of a lot of stuff. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, I there was conflict of interest, and your governor, you couldn't have things and stuff like that. I had uh, I had forgotten he was involved with Planet Hollywood, but I remember going yeah, yeah. Uh, to Planet Hollywood and looking at some of the – they had usually they had like a costume or an some outfit. exhibits. Yeah, yeah, and I remember thinking to myself, where is Arnold Schwarzenegger? Was he a big guy in person, or was he, was he short but just stocky, or do you remember – I mean, you're probably sitting down with him, but I mean, was he a big... Well, when you sit down and look at him in pictures, yeah. you're saying, oh my God, he's about to explode. Right, right, right. You know, but I mean, he was a formidable person, Yeah. but I've sat with bigger people, Yeah. you know, before. I mean, uh, he, you don't, he doesn't bust out of his clothes. I had him do something uh, for a mini Pearl, mm -hmm. who was a country comedian. We were doing a thing and she was in bad shape and nearly death. And we were doing a salute called Hats Off to Mini. Yeah. And we had everybody. I had Burt Reynolds. I had everybody on this show. And I had to, and and he was going around to every state to promote physical fitness. You nice. might remember he was on the president's physical fitness board or something. Yeah. So he was there at, at the, uh, at the Tennessee governor's office. I couldn't get to him. I mean, there were so many people around and, you know, I just couldn't, I needed to get to him. I knew if I got to him, we'd be all right. Yeah. Yeah. And I told somebody on the governor's staff and they, they really didn't, you know, they didn't think I knew him anyway, and I didn't think this or whatever. So uh, I finally, Arnold, and uh, and he saw me, and you know, and he came over oh, there. Nice. And I said, I need you to do a thing for Minnie Pearl. I need you to to take this hat and go howdy. And so I've got to produce. And he goes howdy. I said, No, you got to do it slower. Howdy. He said like this howdy. And we had to do it a couple of times. <laughs> and when I you're trying it. to produce or direct, yeah, somebody like Arnold or Burt Reynolds. Oh my God. <laughs> We were in his trailer trying to get him to go, howdy, yeah. howdy, yeah. howdy. And I said, no, you yeah, got yeah. to do it, you know, and move the hat where it doesn't block the camera. Howdy. And Burt Reynolds pulled the gun on me and put oh, it on geez. my head. I mean, he was his stunt gun, you know, but still I could have been, yeah. could have been toast. But I love it. These people are so, so interesting and they're Indeed. so entitled. And I like Arnold a lot. I don't know if he was a good governor or not, but I do like people that are no BS. Yep. If Arnold says he can do something, he does it. He makes things happen. And, uh, you know, he's not a perfect person, but I, I like him all no, right. I I'm, mean, honestly, I'm from like, nothing to something. I mean, this guy. Yeah, he definitely has done that. He is a great he is a great human being success story. Has he done things that he's probably not real proud of, yeah, you but, know, with the maid and some other things like yeah, that? Yeah. But, you know, hey. You know, he no one claims he was a perfect person. Hey, which and one he, of us is, you know? I mean, really. Yeah, and, and but he's just had to live his life out in public. Right. And he's, been, anyway, an amazing person. I think we can all agree, no matter how you feel about him. Indeed. And he I, is pretty amazing. I, I agree with you, and I always love seeing this other side. You see what you see, you know, when you see him do a quick interview on ET or yeah. TMZ or whatever, and you get a flavor for the individual, the personality. But when we do these in-depth interviews and you've got these – you know, just by the yard, by the dozen uh, buried in your vault, and every week pulling one of these out, you just get to know the individual. And I, 
I really find myself in most of these interviews getting to like them more than I ever thought I did Better. before. Yeah. And that's getting to know their personality. So, Jimmy, I want to thank you for that. And remember, folks, you could tune in each week. Just grab us sweeping the country. This is a vault edition. There are so many. There's probably 30 or 40 vault editions right now. There's going to be 30 or 40 more, 100 more. Uh, just go to our, uh, our webpage. You can find it, Sweeping the Country, anywhere you find podcasts. And choose the one you want to listen to. We'll do it again next week. From Tom Jones, the week before, to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Where else can you find that? I don't know. And I've got some things up my sleeve. And uh, we've still got a lot more to go. Until next week on Sweeping the Country, I'm Derek Walker. He is... I'm Jimmy Carter. Good day.